Welcome to Ohanga. My name is Maggie, and today we'll be speaking with Lisa. All right, Lisa, so what kind of creations do you make? I make hand-poured soy candles and rediffusers. Awesome. So how did you get involved with that? Take us back. Were you a, were you a creative child? Did you know you would become a candle maker? Not so much a candle maker, but I've always been creative. I'm the youngest of five girls, so my mother would always make us make our own Christmas gifts. You know, so we'd have to make them by handmade. I'm going to buy anything. So that started my my journey of being creative. Um, I work a nine to five office job, so it doesn't lend itself to creativity. It's more about work and you know, numbers. So I always looked for different outlets for my creative um, pursuits. Okay. Wow. So did you, well, first of all, were you born and raised in Rhode Island? I am. I grew up in Smithfield. Now I live in South Kingstown. Oh, nice. And did you take um, creative classes in school as well, like in elementary or middle school or high school? Just the normal classes you would take. I'm self-taught. I'd had, um, I've always had um, something I was doing. I did for a short time have a um, rubber stamp store in East Greenwich. Um, which I teach art classes to my customers and demonstrations. And um, that was, that was fun. Awesome. Okay. So you were still, when you were younger, you, you knew, did you know you wanted to pursue something creative? I think I kind of fell into it. You know, I think it just kind of, was always part of my, you know, my, my downtime. That was my outlet to just do something creative and, um, it was very fun, very relaxing and soothing and fulfilling um, to have, you know, just create something from scratch. Okay, right. So when did candles become a part of your creative outlet? My daughter um, owns a store in Wickford. And at the time, um, she was next to a spa. And so I'd go into the store and all you could smell were the the fragrances coming from the spa. So I asked the owner, I said, Beth, what is, what is it I'm smelling? And she said, it's lavender and eucalyptus. And I searched everywhere for a candle that was lavender and eucalyptus and I couldn't find it. So I said, I'm gonna make it my own. So I, online, I did a lot of research on how to make candles and I put the fragrance oils and I, it was my first um, custom fragrance. Um, and from there, I would go to, you know, the, the other fragrances in my line. Wow, that's awesome. I love your candles, by the way. I received a couple through the gift boxes, and they they smell just amazing. Um, so, I, yeah, I really love that. Okay, well, so so you decided to create your own candle because you couldn't find the smell you were looking for. and But did it start out immediately as... Because I mean, you you call this a business venture, right? Like your your candle, yes. it's your candle yeah. business, right? So, did it start off as you know I'm going to pursue this as a business, or were you just playing around, you know, kind of starting out as a hobby? Kind of started out as a hobby. I would do local um, shows and, and fairs and, and get my name out there. Um, I have my candles in a few stores, which helps. Um, so and it took me about six months to perfect candles because you know you think it's very easy to make a candle you melt wax and pour fragrance well you have to have the um 
the wick size, the container size, the burn time. Um, if the wick is too big, it'll, it'll tunnel. And you, you know, so you have to start, you have to play with, around with all these things to get it right. And after you make it, you have to let it cure. And then you have to burn it, test it to make sure it has a, a nice hot throw as well as a cold throw. Um, the throw is the fragrance. So you want when the candle's burning to have a nice aroma. So it's, it's, it's a little more involved than just melting wax. <laughs> of course, yeah. And where did you learn how to do that? Did you I did research, research online? On yeah. Wow. So you didn't take any classes? You did it all by yourself? I did. I did. Wow. That's very impressive. Yeah. So fill me in, fill in the time between, you know, you're in high school, you have creative outlets, but you're not particularly sure what you're interested in and deciding to, you know, make your own candle because you couldn't find that specific candle anywhere else. What happened after high school? I got married and had a daughter and um, I, was a, I was a single parent for a while. And we would um, do all kinds of creative um, projects. And I kind of taught her the same thing about making a gift for her family and her, her aunts and uncles, her father and all that. So we, one time we um, had, were in Michael's and we bought some, some crystals and, you know, we started making our own jewelry at, at the kitchen table. Um, we still have that line. It's called Michigan Me. Um, my daughter runs it now. But it's, it's just a, that was a, a hobby that we actually, you know, turned into a business. She sells at our store. Um, so it's been, it's just um, always been part of that. And I also did um, chocolate candies, lollipops, and, um, and you know, different kinds of um, chocolate covered Oreos. And so I've always oh, been wow. doing something. But I think the candles have stuck with me because I've, it's, it's something personal for me. Um, I'm a, strong believer in the law of attraction and i think that if you have you know a thought that you want to manifest that it, it will happen so that was kind of the baseline of mantra candles and you know if you want balance in your life this is the candle you need to burn it'll it'll, it'll concentrate on that on that word and fragrance kind of fills in um all the sensory components of what you're trying to manifest Okay. Wow. That's awesome. And so correct me if I'm wrong, but you mentioned also having a full-time day job. Yes. What do you do? Um, insurance. Okay. So very different from your, you know, your candle business. So how do you balance the two? I'm saying on nights and weekends, but it's especially with COVID, you're, I'm very, very busy on the computer and it's just, it's just, there's no time for any kind of you know, social networking or anything like that. So it's it's kind of my like my little therapy session, <laughs> if you will, to go and to, to you know create and um, make the candles and 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 I enjoy you know you know although we haven't had many um, shows this year, the COVID, I've had a lot of people reach out to me wanting to get the candles, and it's you kind of build a relationship with with your customers, and um, they look forward to you you know purchasing your candles. I know I'll say I you know bought your candles at last Christmas for gifts and I want to you know um meet up with you and, and buy some more. Um so it's just a really good outlet for me. Yeah of course. So is there any person in particular that you would say influenced your artistic pursuit of I guess just being creative in general but also or your you know specifically your candle business? Um, 
I have to say my daughter, she's been very supportive of me. Um, she's my number one cheerleader and she's helped with my design, the labels and the packaging and, you know, really good sounding board. Um, and the fact that she has a, a business that she can, that started the platform for it helps too. Of course. And so, you know, the first time you made your candle, it was because you couldn't find it anywhere else. But what keeps you motivated to continue making your candles and running your business? The um, reward of making a quality product um, and being able to sell that product. Um, and it feels like a sense of accomplishment, you know, that you're, you know, I've got this, this line and I've developed it and, and um, it's very rewarding. Yeah, of course. Fulfilling. That makes a lot of sense. Have you faced any particular obstacles in the pursuit or running of your business or just being creative in general? Just getting, not getting into shows I wanted. I've learned over the last four years that I'm doing this, what shows will be really successful for me. And it's competitive. You know, there's, you know, people, the, um, People that organize the events, they want to make sure that there's not too many vendors in the same show that are making candles or, you know, jewelry is a big one where you have, you know, they usually try to limit it, but, you know, you want, don't want to have competition in the same show. So, and give people you know, choices. So that would probably be the best, the biggest one is getting into the right shows. And now with COVID not being in any shows, um, it, it's, you know, it's both from our you know, you, you camaraderie with the other vendors. We all, it's a really great group of people that bolster each other and, and help each other and um, network and for suggestions. And I miss that and, you know, that part of it. Right. So, so has COVID given you more time to create your candles? Yeah, but less places to sell them. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, and what's your daughter's store called again? It's called Serendipity. It's an um, artisan boutique in Wickford. It's all um, either Etsy or local artists. Um, so she has a store that sells just handmade goods. Okay. Wow. So you guys turned two hobbies into businesses. That's yeah. That's like wow. That's very admirable. Congratulations. Thank you. Would you ever consider making your candles full time? Yes, I would. I need to either get an Etsy shop or, or you know, place like Hunga uh, to, to sell the candles. I think that's right. the next step. And, so where and, where do you sell your candles right now? You said in your daughter's store. Do you have a website? I do not. I need to get either Etsy shop or a website. That's my next thing because the l lack of doing shows is limited where I can sell. Um, selling it simply natural in Narragansett. Um, they are they're retiring, so that I'm losing that outlet. Um, and then there's a co-op that I joined over the over this holiday from August to December, um, Shop Local with Patrick Chips in Patrick. So that was all um, handmade um, goods in that store as well. Okay. Is there any particular theme that emerges from your, you know, candle lines or your collections, or I'm not sure what you call them, but. I think the, the whole mantra plays a part of it some some of the names are kind of cheeky like one making me crazy and the fig um and other ones are more specific to um invoking a feeling so it's uh i think my line is very spa-like 
um, and it, it blends nicely with the decor. Um, I think it attracts a wide variety of people. What kind of experience are you trying to to create for your customers? Like, what do you think is an why are people attracted to to candles, and what does it add to to their spaces? You know, the fragrance is huge. Um, it can evoke emotions and feelings, and and um, set the mood for um, my clients. Um, and I want them to kind of think about. You know, the law of attraction and what you want in your life and how it can, it's kind of a constant reminder of, you know, of positive energy and um, just invoking that, that feeling into your life. Is that a sort of mindset you've had your entire life or can you think back of a time when you started thinking like that, thinking about, you know, the tone you set in a room, really envisioning something you want to achieve I would say in the last 10 years or so, it, it's, it's become more important, you know, as you, you get older, things change and people leave your life one way or another. And um, I think it's really important to concentrate on the here and now um, and be present. Yeah. And, that's, yeah. and when did you start? Cause you also have diffusers. So when did you start making those? Probably right away once I got my, candle line going because I wanted something because a lot of people can't burn candles like in a dorm room or in an office so it offers us a, a, another way to have the fragrance in um, their environment without having to burn a candle yeah that's that's a really good point that I hadn't thought about but I graduated from college recently and I was always so bummed that we couldn't have candles in our dorm rooms or yeah of course not in classrooms so um, that is a great alternative can you describe your workspace do you um, run your business from your home or do you have a studio a studio in my home um it's a it's in the basement it's a finished basement so i've, I've set it up as um my studio it works for me it's just, it's just the right size i got storage and you know i have um somewhat of a display so it kind of i can see what i have um, available and um so it's not all in boxes. So it kind of kind of motivates me to, to to make more. Okay. Yeah. And how do you work? Are you are you messy? Are you neat? Do you like to listen to music? Or do you have to be perfectly concentrated on what you're doing? Everything like assembly line style. So I pair all my candle jars, and then I'll, I'll concentrate on you know making a batch of you know particular fragrances. Um, not just and be all over the place because it's it's time you have to you have to pour it at a certain well the temperature the wax at a certain temperature and you have to add the fragrance at a certain temperature then you have to burn it pour it into a vessel at a certain temperature just so you get the right consistent look of the candle so you don't want it to be bubbly or holes <laughs> so you have to be very organized yes yes so you have to it's, it, so everything's time so I don't I'll do like maybe four fragrances at a time in a, in a batch. Um, so and that it, it can get me messy because I don't, I can't clean as I go. <laughs> so of I stop and clean and, you know, so that's good. I usually make a, an, um, a nice batch for whatever I need it for. And, you know, so it's small batches. So I'm not making this big production of like hundred candles at once of one fragrance. It might be like a dozen you know, in different sizes. 
Yeah, Chris. So what is the ultimate goal for your business besides, you know, expanding to online sales? Is there a specific future you're trying to pursue? I guess I've always been an entrepreneur at heart. So if I had an opportunity to turn this into a full-time um, business, I would. Fortunately, I've been in the insurance industry for 34 years, and it's hard to <laughs> replace that income. So that's, that's a big, a big uh, concern for me. So it's uh, being able to make that jump. Okay, good. And um, just one more detail. So did you go to college after high school? Went to um, business school. Okay. Catherine Gibbs, which is no longer here. <laughs> the business, okay. Um, which got me into the insurance industry way back in my early 20s. So um, and that's kind of moved into you know, a, a very um, good career for me. Okay. Yeah. All right. I think that was about all of my questions. So I'm 